It's the most wonderful time of the year. And ho, 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 do we have some fun in store for you. <laughs> we have a new sponsor. It's Ella Paradis. Ella Paradis is one of the best sex toy companies we've found out there. They offer an incredible advent calendar. It's a large package with 24 gifts inside. So every day from the beginning of December to Christmas, you get to open up another gift. And the gifts are like lingerie and sex toys and... Intimate accessories. They come from awesome brands like Fun Factory, Happy Lola, and Bijou Indiscreet. What I love about it the most, you're getting the bomb-ass dank-ass deal. This is over $400 worth of stuff. If you order between now and the end of October, you'll get it for $119. That's a deal. That's a deal and a half. Go to ellaparadis.com slash holiday. Get hooked up with these awesome holiday gifts. If the advent calendar is not your thing, you can also put in promo code SEXTALK20 at ellaparadis.com to get 20% off. Some restrictions apply. I think I've heard my mom talk about her sex life to me like three times. As far as I know, they've had sex four times and it resulted in four children. My parents are openly talking about it all the time. It's disgusting. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Poder. And I'm Karen Lee Poder. My mother is a sex expert cougar and the world's oldest living millennial. And my son is a stand-up comic, clown, and mime. We chat about sex because it needs to be discussed. Otherwise, we can have shame, anxiety, embarrassment, and hopefully this episode in particular will be helpful. And clarifying. Yes. So we have on Mickey and Andrew, who are two extremely thoughtful and extremely successful entrepreneurs. But they're married. They are a married couple in a cougar cub relationship. And I love that, as you guys would have just imagined. So we get we chat a little bit about large age gap relationships, especially with the woman being older. And then we dive into the crux of this episode, which is porn. And where porn, when you're uh, involved with porn at a young age, how it affects when you get into a monogamous relationship. Right. And how it can affect your sexual preferences. And then... What happens if one partner in the relationship is not very a big fan of porn? And it causes a lot of insecurities, it sounds like, for her as a woman. Yes. And so, but he has grown up watching porn. And as a result, he is, has developed some, some preferences around that, you know, being constantly stimulated by, by those, those types of imagery. Which I think is extremely common and very rarely talked about in relationships and and we delve into the deep end with this. They open up like at one of the most open conversations we've ever had. I'm so, so grateful that they were willing to go there because I f- we are constantly asked about porn and, it, and how it should be involved in a relationship. And this epitomizes the type of conversation and openness and the questions you need to ask um, when it comes to where porn should fit into your relationship. It's intense. And, and it, I, I think it even goes beyond porn. Like, just what if you have different preferences in the bedroom than your partner? Like if, how do you how do you handle that? Like if someone wants to be slammed up against the wall and the other person thinks, well, I like the sensual, romantic, you know, uh, you know, you're, you're kind of sex cam, the spiritual sex. <laughs> yeah, what happens? And I have been there many times, as I discussed in this interview, uh, where, you know, I'm a more sensual guy. Yeah, and but I've been with women who just want me to be very rough with them, and I'm like, "What is going on? That is not my cup of tea." And then you pull but, out the whips and the hand, <laughs> handcuffs and the chain. And then I talk about in this interview how I've changed over time and how I have explored that more, and that could be a part of me too. In any case, 
I don't want to get too in, into the nitty gritty. You, you don't want to get too graphic, but this conversation that we're gonna you're gonna hear is is not for the faint of heart. It's phenomenal. <laughs> I am so excited to share this conversation yeah, with you it's guys. It's intense, guys. Um, and before we jump in there, I want to uh, give a quick shout out to hellotushy.com and tribute.co. Those are the, the these. It's Mickey and Andrew's companies, and. One is an awesome bidet company. The other is an awesome uh, like video montage creator. If I, which is so cool. Bo- both of them are very cool, and you'll hear more about those later. But before that, how's our contest going, Cam? We are doing a contest. We're giving away a, an exclusive free Sex Talk With My Mom t-shirt. I shouldn't say exclusive because you can buy it for 25 bucks on our website. But we're giving one away for free to the person who can come up with the best name for our whack pack. The, the group of the crazy people that call in who well, we love so crazy. much. Well, they're not crazy. We love them. Fun-loving, goofy people. Yes. Oh, maybe we call we should call them the Goofies. Oh, um, my God. But anyway, what we're doing is we're asking you guys to send us what you think. We got the name Whack Pack from Howard Stern's Whack Pack, and we don't want to copy Howard Stern, so we want to come up with our own name. So if you guys have some ideas, please send them our way. In the meantime, here's some of our latest. We have uh, Karen and Cam's Clowns or Cam and Karen's Clowns Clown Town, that Clown Town has been coming up a lot, by the way. Clown Town, yeah. The wanking wonders, the masturbating mimes, <laughs> and we've, we've gotten a bunch of others. So keep these coming. You can send them to us. Yeah. Send us your thoughts at uh, our our phone number. Yes, text mom. That is our hotline that you can call or text. Leave us a voicemail, uh, and we'll play you on the show. You'll be part of this, these wanking wonders yeah oh i like the wanking wonders that's what this guy said yeah thank you rob um so also if you would like to help out the show we could really use your help just leave us an itunes review uh i'm gonna read one because i love these reviews you guys this the reviews make us feel it's all worthwhile also if you join patreon it makes us all worthwhile as well and uh, we'll talk about patreon in a minute but let's hear a review this one says, Getting Hooked, five stars, by Chippy Rip. Love what you two are doing. Very light and fresh. I laugh out loud a few times per episode and correlate a lot to the content. Thank you, Chippy Rip. I'm hoping that uh, you can laugh out loud a few more times than just more times than just a few. But <laughs> no, it means a lot that you would, you would leave this uh, rating and uh, review. And I think it's very... I love that it's light and fresh. This episode... Uh, we get a little a little heavier. In it that. gets a little heavier. But on a lighter note, I might say that yesterday I took a plane from Chicago to Los Angeles. Of course, I get all excited because I see a, that there were members of a band walking right by me. And I had to ask them what the name of this band was. And it is named Castlecomer. Happens to be one of your brother's favorite bands. And he, I talked to them afterwards. I wanted to get a picture with them. Became Went into groupie mode, of course. And somehow mentioned the podcast. And guess what? One of the members said his girlfriend listens to Sex Talk with my mom. Is that incredible? It's unbelievable. They're from Australia. I love that. I love that. By the way, I think I have a new... I love Aussies. (laughs) I do. I love the little... Were you going to say you have a new fetish? I have a fetish. No, I, I just think that they have the cutest accents. And they're so, everyone that I've met has been super nice. Mom, 
this right. episode is already long enough. All right, right, what sorry, is sorry. going on about your well, obsession with Australia? Well, without further ado, let me tell no, you. No, you didn't even finish the Patreon thing. Oh, yeah, I forgot about the what Patreon. What is going on with you? I'm a little ADD today. Patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom is the best way to support us financially. You can also get free bonus episodes there. And the most important thing is you we know that you support us and we are there for you. So if you want to ask us questions confidentially, we can message you back and forth. That's our real whack pack. That's the real group that, uh, you know, has been supporting us over the years. And it's, it's it sounds trite, but really we can use the financial help because we have equipment to buy and all this other stuff. And Cam, no, no, Cam needs equipment, to eat. Uh, equipment, meaning my food. Yeah. <laughs> all the money from Patreon goes to Cam, so... Just donate a, <laughs> donate a few bucks his way, please, because uh, it's getting desperate times and desperate measures here. All right. Without further ado. Let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and the porn in your life. It can make you uneased. Uneased? It was good until we got to uneased. <laughs> Mickey and Andrew, welcome to the show. Woohoo! Woohoo! Happy to be here. Hi, guys. For our listeners, we discovered that uh, we have a lot of similarities. Especially the cougar cub similarity. I'm so into this. <laughs> what is the age difference between you guys? Almost eight. Where Mickey, Mickey is older. I am. So Definitely older. <laughs> was that awkward at first when you guys were first getting together? I mean, for me, it was... It was kind of funny because I like definitely chased him initially and I felt really like it was just awkward the whole the whole thing, like how I kind of you know, like kind of like kissed him first and <laughs> um, that's pretty and, common though, Mickey. Usually the older woman is like more of like the experience, the you know, more confidence, so taking the lead is not uncommon. Yeah, but the, the the actual scene of how I how I kissed him for the first time is really funny. Um, where we were at Burning Man, yeah, we were at Burning Man, and um, we, you know, he he made it very very clear that we were just going to be friends, um, and that wait, wait you know, Andrew, was... why? Because I had just left my first company. I was in this place where Mickey and I had established a really close friendship, and I mean, not really. No, I mean we were. <laughs> We, we felt like best friends after hanging out like three times, like to the point where we would go to Burning Man after spending like a total of maybe eight hours together oh, in our wow. lives. We so, were not best friends, but it felt like a best friend. It had, it had, it had best friend energy. To Got it. it. I we, feel so, we understand exactly I, what you're saying. It's just a comfort but level. So I think, I think that the reality of it, like if I'm kind of like Monday quarterbacking here, it's the reality that I felt like we had that chemistry that there was an obvious sexual attraction there. And that if I were to act on that, that we were going to go down the path of being together romantically. And I was in this place where I was 24 and my freedom was like the most important thing. And so committing or like getting involved in a serious relationship kind of occurred for me as like an attack on that freedom that I needed to build the business I needed to build and do whatever I needed to do. And so I think that I was hesitant to dive in. Initially. It is, yeah, I feel that that is terror. That's a terrifying feeling to be like, Oh my God. I and I was, and I was like 31 and almost 32, like th almost 32. And like, um, for me, you know, I was just like, Oh, really? hot guy <laughs> and <laughs> I had just gotten out of a relationship um like a long-term relationship well that's not true I got, I got out of a long-term relationship a year before and then that year I was just playing I was dating a lot of different 
people, you know, a couple of months here, a couple of months there. And then when I met Andrew, I was like, oh, I really, I really like, I really like, he's got really good energy. And so I wanted to explore that, but then he made it really clear that he wanted to be friends. And I was like, okay, challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Um, and, um, and then we went to Burning Man and he like, before going to Burning Man, you know, you have to stay like in an RV um, or you, you know, you, you basically go to Reno first, get all of your supplies. Yeah. And you kind of spend the night in Reno and then you head to Burning Man the next day. And so that, that night we, we had to stay in a hotel room together in Reno and he built literally a pillow fort between us. Oh, <laughs> and he was like, I like to call that the relationship we, we were, saver. I know. It's like, <laughs> I'm like a pillow fort. Like really, I can just reach underneath and like touch you. Like, are you kidding? Like, come on. Like, this is like, this is like child's play. Like, are you kidding me? And, um, and so, you know, he, it was just very much his establishing moment. Like, you know, right. Like you built that pillow fort because you wanted to show that we were just friends. Right. Yeah. Right. So. And did okay, the pillow so, fort come down or did it remain up? No, no, a hand definitely snuck underneath, but I didn't allow <laughs> A full breach of the pillow fort. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so he went to Burning Man, and then he, like, the first night, he was like, I'm going with the guys, like, on an adventure. And I was like, I don't really know anybody here, and you're going to go with the oh. guys. Like, what am I What am I going to do? This is not cool. And then there was this random guy, not random, but this guy, you know, this really, like, rich guy with a really rich person RV that was like, hey, Mickey, you want to go look around the playa? I could take you around. And I was like sure i guess i have nothing else to do because andrew's going to hang out with guys (laughs) and so and so me and this guy like go around the playa and like you know all night long and the whole time i'm like oh andrew probably met some chick and he's probably making out with her it's probably over and i'm really like i was really bummed actually that whole night i was like really tragically like feeling sorry for myself and then this 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 guy he was rich guy he was like wanting to like you know hook up was like was like definitely not the person I wanted to be with. And so at like four thirty in the morning we come back from into our camp and this the rich guy was like, You wanna come check out my R V? It's really nice. <laughs> and I was like I was like, just a second, I'll be right back. And then I like go and sneak off to like like see if Andrew's in his tent. And because Andrew had a tent and like in my heart on my way there, I was like, there's no Andrew's not here. He's definitely hooking up with some random chick and I'm just like going to be like, I'm setting myself up to be really disappointed for the rest of this burn. And, and then I, I get to his tent and I like unzip his zipper of his tent, like a creepy person. <laughs> and I like peer inside his tent and I, and I, and I, and there he is snoring. I was going to say snoring like, away. Like, no, there's no issues. What the hell would be your problem lady? <laughs> I know. And I was like, so relieved like I, I i never felt more relief washed in my body in that moment Aww. and and then i like 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 i was like a little tipsy and so i crawled into his i like opened his tent like really like i was so grateful that he wasn't hooking up another girl that i wanted to like, kiss him in that moment Aww. and yeah, so don't miss an opportunity i know and so i like while he was like literally snoring and passed out and like you know in in in, in the playa like he it's so dusty that his lips were like crusted up and oh, all God. white and disgusting but anyway so i crawled into his tent like you know like i don't know what you know you're a little tipsy and then i and then i like i like lean over to kiss him and then like i i like as i'm like like about like kissing like i just kind of kiss him you know quickly like he opens his <laughs> eyes and then freaks out like goes absolutely insane, thinking he's getting invaded by like some kind of space alien. Oh my god! And, um, Wait, why were you freaking out? And then I freaked out, out and I'm like, that. oh my god! 
sorry. I would have freaked the fuck Wait, out. Wait, Andrew, were you freaking out because you're like, why is she doing this when we decided to be friends, or what was going through? No, it? I, I literally, I had no idea that it was her. So I mean, <laughs> oh, it was, I was flipped because so like it was so dark in the morning. So I, just, I had no oh. idea what was going on. Was this as also your I, first? As soon as I, as, as soon as I saw that it was her, she's like trying to like scurry out of the tent and i'm like no come back and i like i grab her and i pull her in and Aww. we sleep on my my shit no no but we just snuggle and then i like I, like in that moment i'm like oh my god i'm almost 32 years old and here i am <laughs> trying to like kiss a 24 year old like a big time loser that i am and he's like no come cuddle with me and i'm just like oh my god what am i doing with my life and i'm like i'm like all right fine so i like awkwardly gingerly oh like cuddle god. him in the tent and then the next morning, like very quickly, the sun peeks out like off the horizon and I'm like out of there as fast as I possibly can. Um, and then I go get breakfast at like 730 and then he shows up like an hour later and I'm like, oh, my God, like that was what a night. Boy, was I just huh, tipsy, huh? You know, and uh, I was like, you know, it's cool, like whatever. And then I said to him, I was like, OK, look, it's Burning Man. Like I promise you after Burning Man, we will be friends. No matter what happens, we will be friends. But until then like let's get you know, crazy like, let's just have fun let's just have a good time like if you want to kiss me I'll, like i'll kiss you back if i want to kiss you like let me do it like let's just have a good time you know and then and then andrew you got over yourself i did i i quickly got over it and uh once the the pressure was alleviated of like the potential relationship i open myself up to some of the physicality of it. Yeah. So it's all about communicating. That's all. That's what this is all about. I mean, it's just like saying, okay, this is where I'm at right now. Let's just either have it casual, whatever, but let's not put any obligations in. Andrew, did that, did that fear of, uh, commitment or like, you know, throwing away some of your freedom, uh, ever creep back in or was it kind of lost thereafter? Yeah, I mean, I think that that's like the the consummate, like, or not the, but like a consummate struggle in any meaningful relationship. It's like we we sacrifice some of our intim or some of our freedom for intimacy, mm -hmm. you know. And mm -hmm. it's just about aligning and understanding what's most valuable to you. And ultimately, I find that you know most of my own growth uh, really comes when I'm in really close relationships. And so you kind of have to give up some of that intimate or some of that freedom for to do kind of what we perceive our freedom is going to let us do, which is like create things and become better people. And we want time to do that stuff. But I guess what I've learned in probably the past eight years with Mickey and just over my life and now being a father is that it's kind of like in relationship that that stuff happens most effectively. Yeah. So. Wow. Okay. So you've been together for eight years. Yes. Okay. Almost no, like set like seven and a half. But yeah, Rough, roughly eight Who's years. Counting? Okay, cool. Yeah. I mean, because I yeah. I had the same I had a different type of relationship, a different start of my relationship when I met my boyfriend, who is significantly younger than me, as we said. Uh, he and I both did not want to be in a relationship. We were both like, okay, this is like we're just looking to have a good time, and the same kind of thing happened. Is like when you start thinking about well why am I giving this up just because there's an age gap? I mean, why are we not pursue? I mean, what does age mean anyway? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Just a number. Plus I, plus I'm Asian. I look way younger. He's white, you know, <laughs> not his fault. So, so you, you have an interracial thing and you've got an age thing. Our baby's really cute. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm so excited about this because we, I've, we have yet to interview, I think someone who did have a, like a, a little bit of an age gap. Um, but how do the rest of your family and friends 
take to this, you know, when you first started dating? Did they, did they, any of them judge you or give you any kind of shit about it? Uh, I think my parents both loved Mickey as soon as they met her. So my parents were both really on board. Um, and I think that the first time that I really connected with uh, Mickey's father, especially within the context of us kind of dating, uh, he definitely had some apprehension just because I think that I learned this recently, but I think that like when you marry off your daughters, it's actually like a step closer to heaven within Hinduism. And so it's like a big deal to marry off your daughters, you know? And so when he sees his 31 year old daughter marrying this 24 year old or like dating this 24 year old guy, he's like not necessarily taking me seriously. Mm. Uh, yeah. I had the, the same thing. So. I think it, and we don't, I don't have any Hinduism and going out of my family, but I had the same kind of thing with my parents saying, what, what is this? Is this a toy? You know, the people just but don't like, get it. Totally. But I mean, and so I think I, my, I grew up, uh, my mom's a uh, writes about communication. And so I think once, once I felt the disconnect, we actually had this really sweet moment. We were leaving our house after, I think it was Thanksgiving, um, really that first year. And I asked, I and asked, well, un- until this moment, my dad literally wouldn't even look at him at dinner. He wouldn't even like <sighs> talk to him. He was just like, so he was pretty, he was, he was hazing him like hardcore. He was just, like, Amazing. whatever. This is like a, it was like a guy who's whatever in and out, like not a big deal. And then, so we were leaving the house one day and I, I kind of just like, I said, Mr. Agro, could I have a few minutes with you before we leave the house? And he was like, sure. And so we went and we sat down and um, I just kind of sat him down and I said, Mr. Agro, I, I understand some of your apprehension as I'm a lot younger than Mickey, but I just wanted to declare my intentions for you so that you know where I'm coming from here and that this isn't you know something I'm considering as dating, but... I really do think that I'm in this for the long haul and I'm really excited to build a life with Mickey and family. And I, I thought that you'd want to know that. Very mature. And, uh, Holy shit. How old were you when you did this? <laughs> I was 24. 24. Whoa. I cannot imagine you at, at 24 cam doing this. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I, w- I would be fucking shitting my pants if I was sitting with someone in this f- her family. <laughs> and your brother. Yeah, my dad's like a strict Indian man. He's not even like, you know, like a nice, like a nice jovial white guy. He's like a really <laughs> strict, tough, like Indian father who's like, you know, when I used to have boyfriends come to my house, he would ask them what the three laws of thermodynamics were <laughs> to understand if they were smart. That sounds like and my then he would also Yeah. And then he would also have them eat like a whole green chili to see if they were met, what kind of men they were. <laughs> no way. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. Tests for them? Did you pass both those tests, Andrew? I, <laughs> I did not, even though I have a father who's also a physicist and an engineer. So <laughs> my father was disappointed in me as well. <laughs> and with regard to with your friend group, was it was it awkward at all being that you guys had such different age friends? When we got together was when we really, really started consciously building our community together um of of like-minded you know entrepreneurial creative so you haven't had any any discrimination in terms of like what your friends thought about him being young. no no everyone's now dating younger men it's like it's become cool. <laughs> i love this i love it so i wanted to talk a little bit about porn how has that played into your guys relationship Pam, that yeah, was quite a quite a like jump. You like that segue? <laughs> I like what the hell? Where did yeah. you go? You went from, smooth from Burning Man to porn, yeah. like a like a lightning bolt. We <laughs> <laughs> got places to cover um, here. Well, I mean, I think in the beginning, you know, Andrew was twenty four years old, you know, and so and he can speak for himself. Um, 
But, uh, you know, as, as a young American man who's been watching porn since like the age, age 11, which is pretty standard, you know, that that definitely did affect our relationship, especially since I'm, you know, like a 31 year old woman who did not watch porn. Um, and so it, 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 that definitely was a struggle for the first couple of years of our relationship to really, you know, and again, I don't have an objection to porn per se. I just think it was an objection to how it affected our sex life and how it affected our, you know, our, the deepening of our connection. And I think, you know, that was, that was a real challenge for me. I mean, like right now, even for, for, for Tushy, my, my current company, our bidet business, we just partnered with an amazing, powerful porn star, this woman named Asa. And, you know, I'm really proud of that partnership and I think she's super empowered and, and, and I think it's awesome. But for me personally, when it came to, um, you know, our, our deepening and our connection and, and really learning about each other, that was really hard, hard for me, you know, to, to feel sometimes rejected because, you know, he was watching porn and can we talk um, about and, and that then, a little? I, I I would like to hear what that and then means. You didn't have the space. Yeah. So what Say is it? Again? What is, well, how often had you been watching porn, Andrew, before you even met Mickey? Gosh, I remember watching porn for the first time when I was probably fourteen or fifteen. But I had masturbated. I mean, I had I'd masturbated to, you know, like hilarious stuff like music videos and stuff like that. The devil's gonna the devil's gonna get you from masturbating, but go on. Yeah. So so I'd say I'd say probably the the middle no early high school. So how often were you masturbating? I mean, like it is concerning because it is so accessible. Uh, you know, I have a 24 year old son and I know that, you know, definitely porn has played a part in that they're all his friends lives. Yes. I mean, I think that, um, by the time, so I actually, it was kind of something that was, uh, a stated unstated agreement early in our relationship is that we had a lot of difficulty really connecting sexually for, for both of our kind of needs to be met it was just such a charged conversation for what, for what many does that years. mean though i i, I mean i think that very clearly it means that like mickey was not getting off with the frequency the depth the intensity she wasn't getting the presence that she wanted for me in bed hmm. at the same time you know i have these desires which may or may not have been conditioned from porn that are probably like more aggressive urges which certainly you know kind of uh condition through through watching porn since i was 15 but also you know they're just their desires and they're there and i don't know how to communicate those things or kind of like connect in that way and so by the time that i actually so i had told mickey that i was not watching porn i was lying and then about two years in she opens the computer and see that i was watching porn and so essentially what happened and i've kind of been thinking a little bit more about it recently and, and she agreed with this articulation was that like the agreement in our relationship that was broken was not necessarily that I was watching porn but for her it was like I was we were really having difficulties connecting sexually and for her porn really occurred as me like choosing this outlet and bringing my sexual energy elsewhere mm. as opposed to investing that in us like you were, like you were think, cheating on her almost but with yeah, very, yeah that's how I very, felt very genuinely very much so. I and mean, so, this is not the first time we've heard this. Yeah, this... we we we've heard this a number of times, and it's it's rare it's rarely addressed. It seems like, but it's it, it's we've heard it a lot. Even from the first time I interviewed a male porn star, when he said to me, "I don't know 
after he quit porn if he could be with a quote-unquote regular girl, meaning he didn't think that he could get off. Interesting. Why, and, and because it, cause he needed too much hardcore stuff yep. or, or yes. why? Yes, yes. Right. Right, and that's it. And like for me, like I feel like I, I never watched porn and all my relationships prior to Andrew were like we can, you know, it was just so like slow and loving and sensual and like, you know, and we can spend like a whole weekend in bed just like learning about each other's bodies. And I feel like with Andrew, it just wasn't like that. And I was, it was just, it was very hard for me to, to feel you know, that, that, that true deep connection where I, that I was, that I was longing for with him specifically. Did you talk um, about it I at felt, the time or just kind of like, let Oh it go? yeah. I mean, we would, we fought a lot about it in the beginning. So I was just like, I can't believe you're jerking off to porn and, and you and you don't want to spend that time with me. I was, it was so, it was so hard. And, you know, like, you know, cut to today, like he can give me like multiple orgasms, but you know, it took two years for him to really, truly for himself get off porn and be like wait this isn't really uh additive to our relationship even if you know again like you know like i said like i i'm not necessarily i'm not opposed to porn if it's done in a way that's 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 healthy but if you're addicted to it and it's affecting your relationship that's where i you know draw the line it's kind of like alcohol you can go and have a drink with a friend but if you're an alcoholic then you're just like all right well I, I can't date with, I can't be the sloppy drunk who I have to take, deal with their hangover every single day. And you know, what, what comes with that. So I think that was the real challenge in the, in the, in, in, you know, in our relationship there. How, how did you know that it was an addiction or was that there was an addictive quality to this? Cause I got a lot of friends who are like, it's almost tacit at this point being like, of course I watch porn like every day or, you know, multiple yeah. times a day. Yeah. I think that there's a, the big distinction here is that there is a, big difference between routine and almost like ritual and mm. like the big wow. difference is intent is like intention is what you're bringing into it. And so, you know, for the guy who is just uh, watching porn to jerk off and like release intention and not thinking about it, um, you know, there's no intention there. It's just a routine. And mm. so it's just like conditioning himself for, for real thoughtlessness. And then for me, you know, cause I can speak from everyone to think that that, kind of like thoughtlessness and ease was then what I desired in the bedroom. And so, which is, again, it's like where Mickey was calling for presence, which is Mm. those things don't necessarily kind of work together. And so I think that for me, it was, again, it's, you know, when I was called to porn was really, I've been an entrepreneur for a long time and it was really became a place of like stress relief. Whereas it really wasn't about like pleasuring myself per se. And so, and nor was it really like additive to me energetically or like it didn't necessarily like make me feel good. So my personal relationship was that it, it didn't necessarily make me feel good, but I still had a draw to it. Sorry to interrupt the conversation, but we need to take a quick commercial break to thank our sponsors. Mom, if I wanted to spice up my sex life for the holidays, oh God, what do you think I should get my partner and me. I think you should get an advent calendar by Ella Paradis. By the way, Ella Paradis is one of our sponsors for today and they offer the best sex toys. And this advent calendar, for those who don't know, mom, do you want to explain what it is? It's a box containing 24 different items that are sexy, like lingerie and sex toys. And they're by great brands like Fun Factory, Bijou Indiscret, Happy Lola. So every day leading up to Christmas, you can pull out one of the boxes 
open it up and have a funny and fun sex experience. Why'd you say funny? I didn't mean to say funny. I meant to say fun. This is a real, I think this is a great call to For, get couples together. Every day they get excited. They open their new. Their imagine new, newlyweds trying this out. Or ones that are like my age. The gifts add up to be over $400. If you order before the end of October, it's only $119. Now, if you don't want the whole advent calendar, which we do recommend, you can go to the site and get 20% off. Just use Sex Talk 20 at checkout. Bingo. So go to ellaparadis.com slash holiday. This is a really good deal. Was it also a question of like, well, you can get off real quickly? Yeah, I mean, that's that's what I mean by the by the ease is that, you know, it's like when I am like in the middle of like a, a 10 hour day and like Mickey's out of town the next day and I'm stressed. It's like there's just a level of ease there that has been conditioned over, you know, like more than 10 years, you know. And for me, it was like it's like, well, why do you have to watch porn to jerk off? Like, why, why do you have to like look at different a catalog of different women's breasts and butts? Because that makes me feel bad, especially mm-hmm. since, you know, especially since you know, you, you don't necessarily like, you're not able to really truly pleasure me fully yet. And that, Mm. that makes me feel like really bad, you know, it's like, and then you choose that over, over, over our, our deepening our connection. Cause you know, like, you know, getting a woman off and learning their body requires work. And initially, you know, it was very much like work for him Mm. the way it felt like. And then for him to turn it from work into something that's really meditative and pleasurable for him took, took years to Mm. get to. Wow, I'm I'm amazed that you guys even stayed together that long to get to that point because I imagine sex is such for me it's always been such a critical part of any beginning of a relationship, especially. I know. I mean, like that's the thing. Like it's still it's still a tough subject for us. It's still something where we're. I mean, like he can still he can now get me off and I can have multiple orgasms and we have beautiful sexual. Like I have cry sex now, which is wow, amazing. (laughs) I've been I've been like waiting for that, you know, for long. And so like it's it's great, but there's still. I feel like we've just we've just it's just the tip of the iceberg. I feel like we haven't even we haven't even you know it's eight years in but we're just just learning each other's bodies and you know and, and we've you know the, one of the you know we've, we've gotten into some arguments about like you know about porn porn recently and 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 you know and that that was you know that's been that was a thing where i felt um you know like i still want to deepen i still want to i still want to grow and i still want us to connect even more and learn about all the parts of our bodies that that get us off and and you know, and not just like, you know, really learning, you know, the, the clitoral orgasmic state, right, which right. I love and grateful for. But there's so many other things that turn me on. And there's so many other things that we could do together and alone without having to incorporate porn or any of the graphic, like fucking crazy ass things mm-hmm. that you see on there, you know, and I just like, I, I like the other day that, you know, when we had the conversation about like, well, you know, what's wrong with porn? I, I, I went and looked at porn for a second and I just was like, Oh, it's so gross. Like I just mm. can't like, it's just so like to, I mean, you know, and not like, you know, not, not gross in that, like, um, not gross in that, like, you know, like, like I said, like, you know, we have an amazing partnership with this incredible porn star, but I just feel like for me to have my partner look at that felt, you know, really hard for me. Why, to, you know, to, why do you, why do you take it uh, so personally? Why do you think you take that like as a, instead of, thinking, well, I mean, yeah, I, I think it's a, a few personal things thing. going on there. You know, one of them is that you take it personally. And, and I, the other thing that you were saying that I thought was interesting is that um, you weren't getting off, but I mean, 
if he let's say he did watch the porn and then he went down on you for like whatever he does i mean and you tell him what you like and it, you get multiple orgasms i mean you actually then could incorporate the porn and him getting you off yeah the, we're the just not session. there yet yeah we're just not there yet there, like it's, that might that might come down that might come later i just feel yeah. like we're still like you know we're still learning and we're still growing together i don't i don't know if we need to incorporate porn into our, our our growth of our our sexual connection right now and that's my own that's my own feeling around it yeah, you know and again get, like yeah you know i also and also like i said like the first two years of our relationship were so hard so challenging in this category that you know when, when we go when we when when the when the subject is mentioned I, I am sensitive about it because it took us so long to get get over get through that and like i'm so proud of us to have gotten through that and stay together and like manage to like overcome a really challenging part of any relationship yeah, yeah which, i don't totally. want, i don't want you to, i don't want you to think that i'm um at all recommending that you, he does go back to porn i'm just curious as to how what, the way you described it was that he wasn't you know he now gives you multiple orgasms and i'm just wondering yeah and the, that's the thing that's the thing like i like you know he does and 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 like i think i'm i'm still i i'm i think there's just still so much more to grow and I, and I feel like you know we were just we just got married like like for real for real like like this past, last month and we just had a baby and you know I'm, I, I feel like this nuclear family like I want to feel like really held in reverence for in this space you know I'm, I'm, I want to get pregnant again soon and you know like it's just timing like I feel like when our kids are you know a little bit older and or I don't know where I where I'm like all right we've we've we've, we've like literally like uncovered every single part of our of our bodies we've mm. gone through the tops and the bottoms, you know, the back of my knees to like the hairs on my whatever's. And you really, you can really, you know, what every inch of my body, how to, how to, how to use it and, you know, how to like make it feel good. Then it's just like, okay, we've, we're done exploring. We're done, done that part. Then let's start playing with other things. Like, you know, we're going to, we're going out of town in a few weeks to like find, you know, do a three day week where we're going to just do stay in bed and then we're going to role play and we're going to like go to go to a restaurant, pretend like we don't know each other or like go to a bar and That's like, awesome. pretend, like yeah, you know, like we're going to do all these fun things together. Yeah. And I'm like so excited about it. I'm down to even, you know, when we talked about it, like, you know, actually today, like I'm, I'm even down to like shoot a porn with him. I was going to say, like, that's yeah. a great idea. We can do idea. that. To, that we can do that together. You know, so, and, and so you can and, watch that. Yeah. But. Andrew, um, what do you have to say about all this in terms of like, why were you not trying to focus on her? Were you just trying to get off at the beginning? I think that it was the ease of which, you know, that uh, that I've been conditioned into my brain, you know, yeah. it's like where I'm on all day, every day. And that was, you know, an escape. It was, I think that. Like literally in the West, we think of orgasm as like a release of tension. Right. You know? Thank you for being so honest about this. I mean, I just want you to understand I, there's a good reason for people staying away from porn a lot, you know, and if you have an addiction, like, and like what you said before, Mickey, but just, you know, you need to do an all or nothing thing. It can, and, and it depends on where that is. You may never want to put porn back in your life, or maybe you right. want, would want to watch it together or shoot your own porn. But could I, could I add one thing too? Yeah. Uh, so I, I wanted to also thank you at just at this point, uh, t because I know this is like probably a very sensitive subject for you guys. Um, and there are a lot of people that have come to us with very similar issues. So it's super helpful. I, I can imagine for them and for even me just hearing this Yeah. to, to, cause everyone at this point has to grapple with the, the, their relationship to porn because it's so accessible. 
and it can have such a big impact on our sex lives. So you're you're opening up about this is I'm super super grateful for. Right, it. you are you're helping a, so so many people that have the same situation, and no one really talks about it. And it's not there's not a clear cut answer to this because I have I, the clear cut answer. No, no, no. I'm just kidding. Okay, well let I, I would I would like to hear Andrew's perspective <laughs> yeah. on this because I you know we've heard a lot of Mickey's perspective, which I I completely feel, and but I think that there's another side too, which mm-hmm. I'd love to hear. Yeah, and I think you know as I've as I've gone through this, one of the challenging things is that there are such strong opinions about about porn, which I, I understand. And um, one of the things that I think is really important as well is that the, the most important thing to me in this conversation is that people are allowed to talk about it. And what happens is that I think that there's a lot of shame that men are experiencing, and that's something that was very true for me. Is that we get locked into this habit that we started doing when we were truly children when Mm -hmm. we were boys and our parents weren't talking about it so we're left to our own fucking devices Mm -hmm. literally and then Mm -hmm. porn gets more intense and more intense and we're not talking about it we're not talking about it with our friends so literally we're just in our rooms like silently jerking off to this like really intense porn and then then you get scared too did you and then we get into relationships and what happens is then there's so much shame around it. And so we don't know how to talk about it. And then it leads to these really charged conversations because it's like, I am trying to apply myself into a relationship like earlier with Mickey. And then to, to feel the shame that I have about it, that's been in there for so long is like, so it's why I think that like the, the, the shame aspect is a really important one of, and I don't know if I necessarily even have an answer to it, you know, but it's in Chris Ryan who wrote sex is done is a really beautiful take on, on shame. And, and it's just the more I listen to him again, it's like the most important thing is an honest conversation about this, of mm-hmm. like, what are the desires, what are needs? And then we get to basically operate and act in place of real compassion and, and serving the union and what we've committed to. And so, you know, that's that's been my own experience of really kind of like working through the shame of it and getting into a place of of honesty, of being able to articulate things, even when they're challenging. You know, it's like even when we have, you know, talks about desire and different things like that they can be really charged because it's been a really sensitive part of our relationship but ultimately while it's not easy like we're in a place where there's nothing that's like under the service and we're just like operating with what is now you know so, so my, that's been part that, of it. my question is though was there a time that you felt like you did you not know how to please her or you know because it, you're not educated yeah, in definitely. pleasing women in porn it's, it's basically about pleasing men in porn so did you yeah. feel like you had a hard time understanding what to do to please her. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. You know, most of the sex that I was having growing up was just penetrative sex, and um, so I mean, until like really, Mickey, I'd never taken the time to really be present and learn how to like how to be present, how to get a woman off clitorally, and so um, so I mean, that was a big part of it. Of again, you go from a place where it is so thoughtless and easy. Mm-hmm to now this place where I'm also going to relieve tension and where I used to be in complete control. Now I kind of suck. And so but like all the girls, but all the girls prior to me were just taking, you know, and that's the thing. Like when guys, all these boys are watching porn as, as young people and as college students. And, but the girls are oftentimes when they're young, they're equally impressionable. And they're like, well, I'm just gonna, I guess this is, this is what sec- sex is. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to like take it in without getting off. And, that's what that's that that's where it also feels challenging for me. Just like you said, it's a very 
male getting off thing and and the, you know obviously now different different sex is happening but the penetrative piece is is really what 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 guys are seeing and so that's what they're learning as and they, you know, and what they, sex and they is think, and they think that women want i mean this the, all women want to do is give blowjobs and get you know sprayed with cum i mean this is this exactly. is what you're taught I, but you're, it, I will add one thing which is that uh, mickey i tend to be more like you i i i don't uh use porn that often and i've i've uh I tend towards like a very sensual experience and I have been with women uh, who are younger than me who have been conditioned by porn who want it way more aggressive than me. Or they, they think that's what they, they should think do. They, they might be acting. Or they think they do. Yeah. Cause like, cause like when I talk to my girlfriends, like where, where, you know, where their, their men want, want them to have like porn, like just penetrative sex, like, you know, your butt out, your butt out, you know, like up and out and like, you know, and all that stuff. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like, it's like, you know, they're all like, yeah, they don't really get me off. And I just, we just kind of get it over with pretty quickly. And it's just like, I don't even have, I don't, he's too, he doesn't have the, the, the sort of, he's too, he's ADD. So he doesn't really have the patience to like touch me. So like, I'm just going to like, we're going to get there down. Mm-hmm. We're going to get there soon. Mm-hmm. And so, we, you know, we have to have, we have to sit them down and be like, no, 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 no. You can't just like let them think that what they're doing makes you feel good if it doesn't. And it's important to voice your feelings. Right. And, you're, you're, you know, training, you're training your lover. I always say it's like right. it's like almost like you're training your lover like a dog. I mean, and right. you and then they're taught, oh, I'll just fake an orgasm because that's what they see on porn. You know, oh, these women are just like, you know, faking orgasm or or having orgasms, so they just fake it. And so you're teaching your lover, oh yeah, do this, do this, do this, and then I'll I'll have this great orgasm. Yeah, and it's all. You know, it's it's an act. I, yeah. I, I, I'm yeah. still a little unsettled. Like, I think the easy conclusion is like, okay, so, yeah, Mickey want Like, the ideal situation is that Andrew doesn't watch porn anymore. You guys have very present sex moving forward. But I think, you know, I could imagine, given all these years of watching porn, it's become part of Andrew. And I think the shame, it sounds like the shame associated with that is like, yeah, you want this out of you, but it is this is just a natural inclination at this point. So, is it, are you guys at the point of like trying to work it out or work it like work it? Or Andrew, are you going? Is your approach to try to remove this inclination or to kind of figure out a way to like fold it into the uh, relationship? I can answer that with an anecdote from lunch this afternoon, which was us at a cheap sushi place talking about how she'd feel about sending me a recording of her touching herself. And no, 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 but that's not that's not how it started. Of, and asking <laughs> and her. By like, the way, why were you eating cheap sushi together? <laughs> oh, yeah. no, it was, no, it wasn't. It, I didn't have sushi. It was like it was just like a, a rice and like steamed veggies. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Okay, so could you repeat that again? Sorry about I that. Lost. I just, yes, I, I, I mean, just got it, was, it was like actually that. those questions of, and I and I appreciate you saying that, Cam, because I, I think that it is true, and it's it's a hard, uh, it's a, it can be a challenging conversation, but at the end of the day, it's like the most important thing is I really believe transparency, and and you know is committing to that. So what I was curious about is like, how do you feel about watching porn with me? Mm-hmm. And the idea of that, that's like a, it does turn me on. And then the idea of like Mickey sending me a video of her touching herself turns me on. The mm-hmm. idea of creating a porn turns me on. And so, but even when we want, when we have those conversations, it's charged, you know, because now it's lodged in with all this other stuff that we've had to navigate over eight years. Right. And so. No, well, I mean, for me, like my question was like, why, like, why do we 
have to incorporate porn right now when we when we're still learning about each other's bodies still you know eight eight years later and i want to feel full reverence before we go to go to someone else's butt getting smacked (laughs) how do you feel like how do you feel about like using sex toys and uh other ways to enhance i mean is that also uh uh something that you feel um you 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 would feel like it's it's taken away from this spiritual connection or is it something that like you're like oh i could do that it's different than porn well i mean like for me it's like a you know crawl before you walk before you run right so like for me it's just like okay let's just like fully explore each other's bodies without all the toys and all the things and just get to know each other like really like that and then we can incorporate toys then we can incorporate all these other things like i don't know that's just that's just how i how i've been brought like in relationships in montreal like the french men that i've you know Mm -hmm. they just go really slow and they don't need anything they just need you and like you know that's all that's that's all that 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 they want you know is to to please you and to be there for you and to just like and then you, you and then you want of course reciprocate and be there for them and it's this beautiful thing and so i feel like my whole like sexual experiences in the past has been true lovemaking yeah they've never been like they've never been like fucking with product you know with yeah. like have you, you ever have you ever masturbated cuffs like i just don't that's just my i just been i've always just been i've never i've like never really had sex with anyone i didn't love too yeah. so that's also something where i'm just I'm not used to the quick pump. Let's do something crazy and be done. Like I, I'm used to like really getting to know, and that's just different styles. And so the totally. question is like, we need to, we need to find a middle ground that yeah. that, that makes both of us happy, um, and also unpack an addiction, yeah. you know, and see if, if what that looks like. Let's, I'll speak to this really quickly from the male standpoint because the egalitarian, like feminist, loving husband to me. It's like, fuck yeah. And everything that we do in bed, like I want my partner to be 100% on board. I don't do that. And then the reality is that there's also a part of me that wants to like dominate in the bedroom, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then those things are in many ways, they like contrast. And so ultimately it's like, but they're they're both present there, which is why this fucking conversation is so, mm-hmm. is, is so dynamic and nuanced. But I mean, um, I just thought that I'd bring that up. Yeah. What, what do you I, mean by dominate though? Wait, can I, can I also get in here? I because yeah, you said you know the the male perspective. I honestly I've had it a couple times where it's it's been the opposite where I am like the male in our relationship it, me wants a much <laughs> more slow sensual experience and the woman is like throw me around like <laughs> choke me like and it's it's intense and I'm like fuck that doesn't really turn me on to do that. But I then know. I've had relationships actually where uh, it does. It, for whatever reason, I, I'm a little more open-minded, and we were like through experimentation. I have found myself in the more dominant role, and I was like, "Oh, I had no idea I even had that side to me." And it wasn't that they were asking for it. It wasn't that like it just kind of led to that. So I, it's kind of for me, it's always been like a it's a it's like an evolving conversation. So yeah. it might be the case that you guys even eventually maybe 10 years down the line, switch roles. Right. That's what I was saying when you said dominate. Right. <laughs> I mean, Andrew, I mean, do you feel like if, if you have sex right now that you can't be the dominant one? I feel I, when we do have sex, I do feel like the dominant one. I think that there's probably just more extreme urges that are like in there. Yeah. Uh, that, that don't 
get manifested in like the the way that I have these like fantasies. Choke me, baby. Just yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Tie I mean, me up and choke me. Let's I mean, do it. Yeah. I mean, you you are correct. The most males would say that it would side with Andrew on this one as opposed to me saying like, but I don't think I, that's true either. I think I disagree. Just, I feel yeah. like there's so many men out there who are sensual beings. It's, and not the, it's not sensual as much as they're saying sometimes they like to be the submissive and sometimes they like to dominate. And, and, right. And right. It, it really depends. A lot of times they say the women I know, sometimes you powerful. like it slow. Sometimes you like it fast. Sometimes you like it hard. Sometimes you like it, you know, soft. Yeah, like yeah. it's like, you know, I'm definitely like we did our, we did our sexual, what do you call it? The blueprint. Oh yeah, our sexual blueprint. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm a um, what am I? I'm like a shapeshifter. I'm a shapeshifter, <laughs> which means I'm kinky. And Andrew's kinky, <laughs> and I was like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah, I will. It's write like that a it's like a sex. What's it called? Sex- her name is Jaya Ma, and she does this thing called the sexual blueprint, which is it, very simple. It just takes you through a series of questions, and then it, it like spits it out and like gives you a little bit of idea of almost like your archetype. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Oh, we, and I'm a I shapeshifter, which I means I like it all. So, so yeah. is the solution? So, have you guys tried? I mean, it sounds like you guys have definitely tried Mickey's ideal. Have you guys tried Andrew's ideal, which would be like Ooh. an extremely kinky time? Um, I mean, we've we've like you know he he's definitely like slapped me around like my you know like done a you know like that kind of stuff, but like. You know, like what? What, what do you mean? Like in like sort of like really hardcore? Like what would you? What I whatever his fantasy would be. Um, I, it might even <laughs> just be involving porn. Um, but I maybe the compromise is that at some point, you know, some sec- sessions it's like this. Some session, some te- some sessions are more like Mickey's ideal. Some sessions are more like Andrew's ideal, as opposed to finding one session that meets everyone's needs. That, I don't know. I mean, I think that again, it's like we. I, I feel like there's like an urge always in this conversation to find like a solution. Like here's what we do. And yeah. ultimately it's like, we're going to be together for the rest of our lives. We love the shit out of each other. Oh. Amazing family. And so it's like, it's all, it's all moving forward. Like even that question of like, what is my fantasy? Like there's a part of me that's like, fuck, I don't even know what my ultimate <laughs> fantasy is, mm-hmm. you know? And so, I mean, I even appreciate, like, I feel, I feel very valued and like seen even being asked a question, but it's like, you know, I need space to be able to define that for myself. And then, you know, I certainly want Nikki to ask it as well. Mm. But it's like with all these questions, even the one today that was like, you know, a charged conversation about, do you want to watch porn together? And she was like, wait, would you send me a video of you jerking off and then I'll send you one of me. And I was like, great, I'll do that. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, that's, yeah. it's like, you know, um, I'm not like tying her up and we're in bondage yet, but I mean, that's certainly a step forward for like a day. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Dude, um, we're we're coming up. We've gone over our time, so I wanted to chat about your t- tushy for a little bit. I know this is yeah. another very <laughs> quick transition. <Lightning> Where <laughs> did you go from porn to tushy? Well, but I guess there's it, tushies no, 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 aren't tushies that. aren't. No, no, it's actually not because because like being clean down there before and after sex is vital in um in in bed in order to be to have to feel really totally. good. Totally clean. So, I used to love. So, I loved when I had a bidet because I would just like. Freshen up real quickly right before sex because if you don't feel like you're completely clean, you're not going to want to have sex. You're going to be like, oh, yeah. I smell down there or whatever. So it's good oh, to have totally. it. What are you laughing totally. at? Well, we so, we so have talked she... to some people that are totally into that dirty, stanky yeah, sex. Yeah, I'm not into that dirty, oh, stanky, gross. smelly yeah. sex. But yeah. so I mean, I'm too Japanese. I'm too Japanese. 
Um, although I do like Andrew's mask a lot. I do. I like it a lot. So it's nice sometimes. Too. But it does. But it, it is more, so what if you if a woman, for example, doesn't feel clean, it makes her feel less sexy. So that's why I always kind of like the idea of the bidet. And then I got sent your tushy. And I'm loving yeah. this. Will you describe the tushy a little bit? Because I don't think it's our listeners amazing. know what this is. Yeah. Well, so I'm half Japanese, half Indian. Both cultures grew up with bidets. And so our product is simply a bidet attachment that simply attaches to your existing toilet. It just clips onto your toilet in 10 minutes and turns any toilet into a bidet. So like literally, you know, like it comes with a little splitter, a little hose. It, it, so the splitter pulls the water directly from the wall. It's not like the water from your tank or your, or your, or your bowl. From the I, I was very like happy to find water. that, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. It's pulling from this the water from the wall, which is literally what you brush your teeth with. And you just turn the knob and it just sprays your butt clean. It's we awesome. have, um, or yeah, your, or have, your front clean, your vagina. It, it, yeah, your front, it, yeah when both. you're a woman on your period, before sex, after sex, for men, for everyone, um, it just makes a huge difference. You know, you pat drive a couple of sheets of toilet paper per day. You know, the average American you know, uses 57 sheets of toilet paper per day because they're like wrapping it around their hand and trying to like, you know, smear the poop up their butt and remove it, but it's just not working. It's so expensive too. And it's so expensive. And you're also flushing down 15 million trees per year to make toilet paper, which is so ridiculous and and unnecessary. And so our product reduces the toilet paper consumption by 80 to 85% because you're only using a couple of sheets to pat dry. I love that you guys are even like people shitting and and cleaning their ass is something that people probably don't want to talk about just as much as they don't want to talk about sex. So it's awesome that you're getting, you're jumping into this conversation unabashedly. And you have a cool product yeah. to sell. And by the way, and by the way, how funny is this? But but definitely don't go to tushy.com because it's a porn site and that's totally fine <laughs> if you want oh to. But God. go to hellotushy.com. That's a really important distinction. Hello, tushy, T-U-S-H-Y.com. It's very important. You sent these to us and I was, I am a ter- I'm terrible, I'm a terrible handyman. And I was able yeah. to put this on our toilets. Yeah. So exactly. And, I, and then, awesome. and then I, I want Andrew, I want Andrew to share what he, what, what tribute is his company. It's a oh, really sick. amazing business, Andrew. Uh, so the easiest way to imagine it is imagine Cam waking up on his birthday, and uh, twenty of his closest friends and family members have filmed a one-minute video telling him why he's awesome. Uh, so we built a service called Tribute that automatically invites your friends, collects videos, and turns them into these powerful little video montages that you can uh, give to the people you love on important occasions. Unbelievable. My so. friend literally just emailed me asking me to send her a video to do this. Exactly. This, that you, that I got to send her your an, stuff. That is an incredible thing. I mean, I so many times like I've done, had to do that for my own family and put everything together. It took me hours. And to have, oh, my God, what a great app. Phenomenal. Exactly. So. It's just tribute.co, and uh, yeah, we've you know just crossed the hundred thousand mark of uh, hundred thousand of them gifted, and uh, New Yorker just called us Hallmark two point So we're really oh excited to be. Oh my god! Oh my god! You guys are both using... little entrepreneurs, aren't you? Wow. <laughs> are you? Is it an app or is it a website that you go to? It's totally web based, so that anyone can really use it. So you can use it from the phone, you can use it from desktop, and it's. Uh, really really functional i'm gonna use it well my birthday was just recently cam why didn't you use it i should have done that that would have been such a cool present you could still do it i could still do it so hello toshi.com and tribute.co you got it guys i thank you so much for coming on the show giving us all your time and opening up with us i don't think we've had this open of a conversation with a couple ever in the last three years yeah definitely not with a couple yeah that's amazing you guys Good, are definitely uh, an inspiration to uh, all couples, actually, to have this kind of open communication, which is basically, we always say, 
communication is the best lubrication. One, <laughs> one quick question we end all of our interviews with. Have you ever walked in on a parent having sex or vice versa? Oh, man, I have I have an awful story here. I'm um, guessing it related to porn. No, I'm just kidding. So it, it is. Well, you know what? If we wanna, I don't think we want to call this porn because I believe it won an Academy Award for Best Picture. But um, I thought that I was home alone. And I had just discovered masturbation probably within the, the past couple of months. And the only uh, thing that I, I could find that had any sort of nudity in it whatsoever was Titanic. I knew it. How did and you so know I, it? Cam, I it? fast forwarded to the, yeah. the sex scene in the back of the car. Hilarious. And uh, while I freeze framed on Kate Winslet's breast, <laughs> uh, my my parents come home and I fly off the end of the bed. And so they have this Kate Winslet boob freeze frame on the screen as they walk. Oh my God. That is awesome. What did you, yeah. what happened then? Uh, I honestly, we didn't talk about it. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> and so probably I was in my thirties and I was like, do you remember this? And she was like, yes. Oh my God. But we didn't talk about it. How crazy is that? That I, Yeah. It's such an awkward conversation. I understand why you wouldn't. Nikki, what's yours? Um, I definitely walked in on my parents one time or a couple of times, which was super awkward. I mean, I'm half Japanese, half Indian. So you can only imagine like, no, how, why, what does that have know, to do with anything? I don't know. I just feel like, you know, they only had, I don't know. I'm just kidding. Like when you're a kid, you're like, no, yeah. you, know, I just feel like, <laughs> you know, I can't <laughs> the thought of it, but, um, but I'm actually like looking back. I'm really happy that they, yeah. that they were still connecting like that. Um, as I was growing up, but yeah, they just kind of like, I kind of walked in and they like, like like rolled away from each other as fast as possible, but um, were they I didn't naked? see anything. Oh, I was gonna say, were they naked? Under the covers, it was oh, under the, the covers. covers. I didn't see. I didn't see that. <laughs> that is hilarious. Well, thank oh, you guys again. Yeah. Thank yes, you for of course. Honest, open communication. It was really nice. We'll talk to you soon. Yes. Bye bye. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.